Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, it's almost a cliche at this stage to talk about the growth in digital payments. In a seemingly very short space of time, we seem to be paying for more and more things digitally. I'm delighted to be joined now by Connor Quirk. Uh, he's the BOI Payment Acceptance Manager for Ireland. And you're very welcome to the programme, Connor. Thank you very much, Bobby. Great. Thank you for inviting me. Now, tell me more. Uh, I suppose it's no real surprise that we're paying for things out of our Apple wallet, even the use of credit cards. uh, We're not using the physical card as much, but we've all moved away from cash. Have you some stats that really that really back that up? Yes, yeah, so we have, Bobby. So an, a number of things have happened, I suppose, and they were happening anyway before the pandemic, um, but they've really accelerated. And the first thing is the proliferation of digital wallets. So what I mean by that, it sounds like a mouthful, but actually that's the use of your mobile phone uh, or your smartwatch to pay for goods and services. And consumers really like that because it's frictionless, which means that basically you can just tap it against yeah. a, a point-of-sale machine and it's really, really quick. And they like it. And that has really fueled a lot of growth in digital payments. Uh, um, and and just, just to hold you there for a second, so the, the idea of convenience and frictionless uh, really suits the consumer, but it also suits the trader because he potentially, it, it, it he does. or she can get more uh, sales done in a particular, the less time faffing around with cash or credit cards, Absolutely. the more time to make sales. Absolutely. And, um, you know, we've seen um, with these mobile payments, we've got about 30% of our payments now are, are being used by uh, mobile and by smart uh, watches and things like that. Um, so we're seeing huge great growth in it. And it's just as secure as it is using a card and a pin because, of course, you're already authenticated in using your own mobile phone, either through your thumbprint or, or yeah. a pin or whatever. Um, but very interestingly, we're seeing in this space, um, we're seeing a lower average transaction value coming through from mobile payments than there are on, on cards. Um, and that may be because um, using contactless payments uh, today, there's a limit of 50 euros. Um, but that actually doesn't apply to... Uh, to mobile payments. So uh, consumers may not be aware that they could use their mobile phone, go in and buy a TV, for example, for a thousand euros. Yeah, I, I, I think that is, and but but they'll discover that as time goes on. But they will, and I, uh, hope they, I hope they discover it quickly. Um, another thing that I was interested in was the new, I suppose, players in this market. Like we now have taxi drivers, which I think is great, yeah. are accepting credit cards. But people like solicitors and accountants. Absolutely. Tell me more about that. So this is really interesting. This is, I suppose, the conversion from digital to cash was happening, as I said, already. And then the pandemic came along and that accelerated. Um, and it just didn't accelerate just in, in already existing merchants that were accepting um, digital payments. But we're seeing now uh, taxis, which was in the news recently, uh, accepting payments, but um, uh, tradesmen and women accepting it more and the professional service such as um, accountants and solicitors and people like that. So, But it varies greatly, actually. Um, um, what we're seeing is there is still um, some cohorts in our society that do want to use cash, and there are some geographies. So, um, for example, the elderly are much more likely to use cash. And we're seeing in the west of Ireland there's a big difference between, say, Dublin and, say, Donegal. Is that right? Yeah, and so we've, um, we've done, we do a lot of marketing research. And is everybody obliged to take cash? Or is, is that... Uh, well, we have 8% of our merchants today that do not take cash, yeah. that only take digital payments. But we do some marketing research and we researched our... Um, uh, or we did some surveys with our customers earlier this year and we found that over 50% of our customers, our merchant customers, are saying that uh, within 10 years there will be a complete demise of cash. Now, I'm not sure that will actually happen, but it is very interesting that that's what they're thinking. 
when you look at the things that are driving this, convenience, security, the speed of transaction, it can only go one way. Yeah, absolutely. And it is only going in one way. And interestingly, now that the pandemic or I suppose the um, the restrictions associated with the pandemic are over, we're not seeing a reversion back to cash, which was one of the things that I suppose we feared um, that that might happen. But it's actually not happening. What about two-factor authentication? That can be painful. And you talk it, about friction. It, it, it can and that, that can often result in loss of sales. It, it can do. Um, however, it is secure and it does protect the consumers. Um, so it is a good thing. But again, using your mobile phone is a very good way. Th- those transactions are authenticated because, as I said, your phone knows who you are, so you're already authenticated if you use your, your thumbprint. So that's one step already completed. So, so, so that's one step already completed. And so... Um, um, we're, we're finding that, you know, yes, um, there is friction associated with, with two-factor authentication, but it does add, uh, you know, to, to security. Um, and I suppose the other thing, Bobby, that's happening in our industry, that uh, the things we've talked about, I suppose, your listeners will probably be quite familiar with. But the next revolution that I think is really going to happen is in the business-to-business space and, and payments in business-to-business. In what way? Well, globally, that is a 150 trillion euro business. Now, that's such a huge number. I don't know how many zeros it is. Um, <clears throat> but um, over 50% of those transactions today are done in traditional methods, such as checks, for example, which by far... Yeah, I think we've already seen the demise of the check. Yeah, so, so we're starting to see a huge amount of innovation going into this now and uh, development in technology. And what we'll see more of, and we're already investing millions in, is uh, integrating payment applications into businesses, into their accounting systems, into their um, various systems in reporting, um, <clears throat> so that uh, we will see. And of course, there's a huge amount of savings to be gained here because it cuts out uh, a lot of bureaucracy, it cuts out paperwork it, and it, it improves cash okay. flow. Finally, you wanted to tell me about a, a, a charity initiative you're involved in. So yeah, well, t- thank you. That's, shout out. Uh, that's really kind of you to say so. So um, last week, Bobby, I cycled uh, from Paris to Nice with 58 other terrific cyclists to raise money for Irish charities. We've raised so far over 400,000 euros. Well done. And, you know, over the last 11 years, Paris to Nice has raised 5 million euros for Irish charities. And there's a massive amount of work that goes into that. Uh, some terrific people behind the scenes, including my fantastic wife, Vivian. All right, well, goodbye. Every success with that. That's Connor Quirk, BO IPA Managing Director uh, for Ireland. Uh, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Very Bobby. interesting conversation. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.